Esther and Linda and Sarah are in Montana or somewhere close to Montana. Sarah is settling into her new apartment as she begins her teaching call in Kalispell. So you have me this morning to listen to. Let's pray. Good morning, Lord. We thank you that you have promised that where two or three are gathered together in your name, that you are there in the midst of us. So we thank you for joining us for worship this morning. We thank you, Lord, for this great day that you've given us. We thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for your mercy that you've shown each of us. And as we gather together, whether in person or online, we pray, Lord, that this time together would draw us closer to you and closer to one another. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Community. One definition for community is people gathering together with a common purpose. We've had a common purpose during this pandemic. Our purposes probably haven't changed, but our gathering together as a community has been a struggle. We've struggled to gather together as a community here at Christ Lutheran. And I'm sure that with your other communities that you're involved with, they've struggled to stay together. In our epistle lesson today, we're told by Paul that God's Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. We are part of his community. We are part of his family. And God looks at community. God looks at his church. And it is so important to him that we have a community, that we come together. That God in the New Testament in over 50 places has told us to be a one another people, a one another community. This morning we're going to look at 35 of those one another unique verses. We're going to look at them and we're going to look at them, well, we're not going to have a three-hour service. We're not going to serve lunch. But rather, we're going to look at those verses as if they're brush strokes on a painting. And then we're going to step back and we're going to say, what is God telling us? So, let's look at those 35 verses. God tells us, be at peace with one another. Wash one another's feet. Love one another. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another. Live in harmony with one another. Don't judge one another. Build up one another. Be of the same mind with one another. Accept one another. Admonish one another. Greet one another. Wait for one another. Have equal concern for one another. Serve one another. Do not devour one another. Do not envy one another. Bear one another's burdens. Be patient with one another. Be kind to one another. Forgive one another. Speak to one another. Submit to one another. Regard one another as more important. Do not lie to one another. Teach one another. Seek what is good for one another. Encourage one another. 35 verses where God tells us that we are one another people. That we should come together 
as God's one another people. But why? Why is it so important for God that in his New Testament, there's over 50 verses where he says, be a one another people? Well, let me share with you three reasons why God desires for us to be a one another people. First, each of us is on a walk to heaven. And on that walk to heaven, we're told in 1 Peter that the devil roams around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We have this image of a herd of zebras with lions stalking that herd, looking for the straggler, looking for the weak member, looking for the zebra that's wandered off to greener pastures, seeking to devour that zebra. On our walk to heaven, we can often become hurt in body, in soul, in mind. There's a temptation to wander off to greener pastures. We can become weary, distracted, tired. It's at those times that we need to be part of a one another community. A community that waits for us, encourages us, loves us, serves us, admonishes us, helps us, does not devour us, does not judge us, but rather says, hey, together we are on this walk to heaven. God desires that we be part of a one another community because it makes our walk to heaven so much better. Secondly, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, God tells us that we are one body with many members. To the extent that that body works well together, we build God's kingdom. We are effective in serving others. We are effective in serving God. If a foot is over here and an arm is over there and a leg is over here, the effectiveness of that body diminishes greatly. As a one another community, Christ Lutheran has come together. Because we've come together as a one another community, we support a school, a school that touches the lives of hundreds of people with Christ's love. Because we've come together as a one another community, we are able to, with other churches, support the mission God cares about you in the international zone, where we serve some of the neediest people in Albuquerque. Because we've come together as a one another community, we support the Matskis in their Bible translation work in the Solomon Islands. We support Ben Helge in his mission work in the Czech Republic. When we come together as a one another community, we are so much more effective in serving God, in serving our neighbors, in building God's kingdom. Third reason. God tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that we are his ambassadors. That God is making his appeal through us. We represent the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of the universe. God has given that honor to us. I don't know about you, 
But I'm not sure if I was God, I would trust him, I would trust me to be his ambassador. But he's given that honor. And he says, represent me. Folks, when you look at this slide, you probably can't read all the fine print, but when you look at all those verses, who do you see? Who do you see? We see God. God is love. God forgives. God is kind. God admonishes. God helps. God serves. God, in Christ Jesus, humbled himself before us. God waits for us. God does not devour us. God does not lie. God is there with us. God is a one another God. If we're going to be God's ambassadors, if we're going to be effective as God's ambassadors, God is telling us, here, here's who I am. I'm a one another God. Be a one another people. So there's the three reasons. Let's just summarize rather quickly here. Why is God stressing so much in Scripture, over 50 verses, that we be a one another people? Because on our walk to heaven, it's a dangerous walk. And we're so much better at walking to heaven together than we are alone. We are so much more effective in building his kingdom when we're a one another people. And we are ambassadors for God. We have a one another God. We need to be a one another people to represent him well. So, I think you've got the picture, right? Be a one another people. Be a one another people. Be a one another people. And here's how. How would you like to wake up in the morning and look at your bedroom wall and there's all these verses printed out. Love one another. Serve one another. Be kind to one another. Forgive one another. It might seem to be a little overwhelming. There's a lot there. In John 15, 5, God tells us, or Christ tells us, I am the vine, you are the branch. If you abide in me, you will bring forth much fruit. But if you do not abide in me, you can do nothing. If we try to be a one another people, a one another community on our own, we will fail. We are only successful in being a one another community when we stay in tune with God, when we stay connected with him. And how do we do that? We stay connected with God in prayer, in Bible study, in worship. To the extent that we stay connected with God, we stay connected to the vine, we will bear much fruit in prayer, in Bible study, in worship. We stay connected to him. A final thought. A final thought. 
There we go. I'm looking at the monitor back there, and it's not up there. All right, a final thought. All right. Thought I had this all memorized, didn't you? No. Um, uh, let's get the monitor up there. All right. <laughs> final thought. Here's a one another challenge for the week. This week, take five to ten minutes. This week, take five to ten minutes and contact one person that you don't normally contact. One person maybe you haven't contacted in a while. Contact one person this week by phone, by text, by email, or maybe the old-fashioned way, write them a card. Contact one person and say, hi, how are you doing? Or maybe it's their birthday and you wish them happy birthday. Or maybe they're recovering from an illness and you ask how they're doing. Or maybe you just contact them and say thank you for whatever. Can you take five to ten minutes this week and contact one person? Or maybe that's exactly your thing. Pull out the church directory. Open it up. The picture part, any part. And point. And pray for that person. Pray for them. Maybe you don't know them. But guess what? We're all praying that we don't get sick. We're praying that we stay employed. We're praying that things get back to normal. Open the directory. Point to one person or people, family, and pray for that person this week. I read a statistic this last week that was maybe shouldn't be surprising, but it's kind of alarming. 30% of the people who were worshiping regularly before the pandemic are no longer worshiping either in person or online. 30% of God's people, God's community, God's children, who were worshiping regularly before the pandemic are no longer worshiping, either online or in person. Now let's face it, folks. The church was not exactly a growth industry before the pandemic. But 30% of the people who were there regularly somehow are just wandering away. We need to strengthen our one another community. Can you take five to ten minutes this week to contact one person or pray for one person that you don't normally pray for or contact? And in doing so, you'll love one another, serve one another, be kind to one another. You won't be lying about them. You won't be devouring them. You'll be reaching out to them. You'll be waiting on them. You'll be strengthening God's one another community. Do you have five to ten minutes this week? There you have it. God's one another. God's one another community.
as we leave here today, we pray that God would grant us the strength, the wisdom, the perseverance to daily stay with him, to come to him in prayer, to come to him in his word, to worship. Why? So that we can be the one another community that God desires. Amen. And now we hear God's word, the benediction in Jude, unto him who is able to keep you from falling, unto him who is able to lift you up and present you faultless and blameless before his throne, unto him be all honor and glory, power and might, now and forever. Amen.